Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Why don't you jump into it, Conan? U.S. man wins $450,000 lawsuit after unwanted office birthday party. The plaintiff, Kevin Burling, claims that the unwanted 2019 birthday party at Gravity Diagnostics caused him a series of panic attacks. Oh, my God. (laughs) How old is this guy? I don't know yet. Mr. Burling's lawsuit alleged that the company discriminated against him based on a disability. The company has denied any wrongdoing, of course. Look, I'm not going to say it's impossible that this person just can't stand being the center of attention and it gives them anxiety so sure. they have to leave and you know deal with their breathe into a paper bag or whatever it is people do when they have panic attacks. These these people exist, they, es- I, especially nowadays with all these, uh, these youngsters with their uh, safe spaces and whatnot. But how many uh, people who claim to have social anxiety disorder or whatever this would be called actually have it? And how many others are just like manifesting those conditions because it, they, it, they want to feel special. Well, oh, victimhood mm-hmm. is a, definitely a thing that's going on in this country for sure. But usually these people get picked out. I mean, usually the boss and co-workers are like, hey, you know what? Joe over there is uh, he's a little nervous. He's, he's a little twitchy and a little nervous. Uh, we, we like to give him his distance. You know, because uh, you know we were, you know, this is a workplace. We're all trying to be friendly, and uh, let's let's not, you know, apply any pl- practical jokes to him or whatnot, or to, you know, let's not surprise the guy because he's apt to, you know, throw his coffee cup. Despite Mr. Burling's request, the company, which conducts COVID nineteen tests, why did I throw that in there? Threw him a surprise mm. party in August twenty nineteen, triggering triggering a panic attack. He quickly left the party and finished his lunch in his car. The lawsuit notes that Mr. Burling was confronted and criticized at a meeting the following day where he was accused of stealing his co-worker's joy. What? He's 29 years old, by the way. And being a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> that makes him a millennial then, right? Uh, yes. 20, yeah. yes. He's right in, he's right in the middle yeah. of the, the, the millennial pack. The tense meeting prompted a second panic attack, it's, after which the company sent him home for the remainder of 8, uh, 8 August and 9 August. You're definitely going to end up in HR, right, if you tell one of your male employees that they're acting like a little girl. <laughs> I don't, this is 2019. You think this, HR already knows all this stuff already. Wait, this was 2019? Yeah. Or this? Yeah, this happened in 2019. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's, now it's getting through the courts is, is yep. what the yep. news is. Okay. On, a, on the 11th of August, Gravity Diagnostics fired him, citing concerns about workplace safety. His lawsuit alleged that the company discriminated against him because of a disability and unfairly retaliated against him for asking that his request be accommodated. If I were ever hiring somebody, and you know, I don't like the idea of employee relationships at all generally, but if I were ever in hiring, I would have on the little questionnaire. It's probably illegal to do this, right? Because there's certain <laughs> questions you can't ask. Maybe, uh, maybe not yet. Do but you it's... suffer from anxiety or panic attacks? And anyone that answered yes to that, I'd throw that application right out. If two of your superiors or your supervisors confronting you about your behavior at work is enough to trigger a panic attack, then you can't function in American society and you need to be on disability or something. There's no way this guy has anxiety that's so bad that two people talking to him will trigger a panic attack. I'll give you birthday parties, dude, of being the center of attention for a dozen people or whatever. Yeah, but Fine. what but what precedent does that lead to if all you have to do to get disability and, and get the rest of your life off getting a check 
is to just throw a temper tantrum. Well, I don't think and, anyone should get disability. Mm. Oh, well, I, I'm, right. All right, thank you, because that's where I was going with that. I don't believe in it either, and I think that it's I think it's a problem. I think, and I think just the, the fact that it is an option in this country is why more and more people are jumping on this wagon. Well, yeah, of course. The sad thing is because of the litigiousness of the society, it's like you can't hire these people because they are a, a, they're just a liability. And, and so, but if you don't hire them, then you're discriminating. And if you don't all hire the stupid them, laws that are in place, if they can't get a job, then they're going to go on welfare. You know, so it's like it's a messed up it's, circumstance, all created by the government. Yeah, it's a, it, it is a clown world. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, by the way, he was unanimously unanimously awarded a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar verdict against the company. Well, I, we, and we also determined this was a Kentucky jury. These yes. are these are you're supposed Americans. to be the Americans. I know, like roughnecks, yeah. and they gave this fool this amount of money. You are in control of how you feel. Yes, you are in control of how you respond to a circumstance. And what you do later on and in that moment about it in your head is all up to you. But it's so common for people to blame others for how they feel. It is. It's almost universal. People say things like, oh, you made me so mad and stuff like that. No, no, I didn't make you anything. Your response to what I did was anger. But that, that response is under your control. I can't make you feel anything. Well, it goes back to victimhoods, uh, uh, the social structure that we've that's been created that you can do no wrong. And it's always someone else's fault, whether it's your ancestors and or your neighbor and or Putin and or any or Trump. You know, everyone is everyone else is to blame and everyone else is the cause of your sorrows except you. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it works. That's not how this life works. I've heard I've heard it described as the locus of control that you are essentially putting that outside of yourself. Locus as uh, in a bug locus. Loc- no, that would be a locust. OK, what would you say? Locus, L-O-C-U-S. Like okay. the Buddhist term, right? I, th- I don't know where it comes or from. Tantric, but, I guess, not Buddhist. But the idea being that no, it is yours. Now, you can pretend like it's outside of you, but it's ultimately you. You make these decisions. You're just not conscious of it. You are you're responding to stimuli around you, and you're acting as though the external stimuli is you. You can relate to this? Yeah, when I worked at my old job, it it was... The pizza job? Yeah, there there were a few employees that I was very glad that I was no longer really working there, that Mm -hmm. I didn't have to deal with them. It's insane how some of these... And you're right in that you can't fire these people, right? Like, even, even the one who decided they were going to come out as trans and put absolutely no effort into transitioning whatsoever. They were just going to declare themselves to be trans and that was going to be it. Couldn't fire them, even though you have another trans employee that you can point to and say, hey, look, no, my my right-hand girl here is trans, and we're clearly not transphobic. It's so mm. risky that, I mean, just having that characteristic of saying, I'm trans, or I have a mental illness, or I have anxiety, not only do they become unemployable, I mean, in, in any real world, someone like that would not be employed, because they're useless as an employee. Hmm. But you also can't fire them because they'll just sue you. But we, the problem is, is we have such a shortage in this country right now at this moment. Of workers, you mean? Of workers, period. That employ, yeah, but if employers the government are, wasn't paying them, that wouldn't happen. I don't, I don't know. I think some employees, employers out there know exactly what we're talking about, and they're refusing to hire some of these knuckleheads. Weak men create hard times. Hard yeah. times create strong men. 
strong men create good times. That's right. Good times create weak men. This is absolutely a pattern that has held true throughout history for a very long time. And um, I, I love this story. The Mongols, uh, actually, I probably should say Saracen horse riders, just talked about the steppe people. Um, they conquered China multiple times, Chinese cities and multiple times. And they would often last for a generation or two and then be driven out and their people killed and all that good stuff. And the reason is um, because they were, you know, hardy steppe people, whereas their children were a bunch of silk clad babies who never figured out what it was like to rule or anything like that. To, to so fight, to fight, doing, to fight for anything. Right. What they began doing is taking their kids. This is about the time of uh, Genghis Khan. Uh, they began taking their kids and sending them out to the steppe to be raised. And then they would bring them back to rule. Um, so it's an interesting uh, problem that's faced uh, civilizations for a very long time. And I do feel like modern um, you know, benefits, the, you know, the, little, the little television that we hold in our hand constantly, um, you know, all these great things have made us weak and in a way unprepared for creating a great nation that will have to compete at some point against the nation that's going to rise against us. Mongols aside, there is a long, long tradition of generations saying, oh, the next generation is just crap. That's that's how it works, though. That's that is the way that it works. But it doesn't matter which generation you're talking about. Boomer said the same thing about Gen X. Gen X said it about millennials. Millennials are saying it about Gen no, Z. No, no, no. Gen X never gets talked about. I don't think this is about generations. And, and <laughs> millennials Marcus don't us. talk about Gen Z. Come on, the, millennials, millennials are too big, crying, wetting their diapers, See, that's and exactly, crying in their. I got three Gen X people talking talking s about millennials. Boomers, but no, you're right. Boomers you're right. complain about millennials. Millennials and boomers hate each other. They don't even know well, Xers I, and Zoomers exist. See, Gen I, X I likes to pretend that they get ignored all the time. But here we have three Gen X people who are doing exactly the opposite. I don't know. I don't know how this. I, go- I would agree that, um, you know, that the, the seniors always pick on the juniors. The juniors always pick on the sophomores and the sophomores always pick on the freshmen. And that there seems to be a, a particular relationship between the boomers and the millennials and the Xers and the Zoomers. And I think the reason is, is because those are their children, right? Like the boomers had the millennials and the um, Gen Xers had the uh, Gen Z. I would agree with that. Um, I would agree with I'm that. I'm looking Mark. at a Gen Zer right now that is uh, the fruit of my loins. <laughs> and, you know, frankly, I really worry about the world that's populated with those, those be- beings, right? I was born in 1971, smack dab in Gen X. So if you take somebody who was born in Oklahoma in 1964 and compare them to somebody who was born in New York City in 1979, there's not a heck of a lot um, that you can uh, uh, you know, claim, but there's some things. You know, they, they consume some of the same uh, pop culture. They um, you know, had some of the same experiences. The same historical things occurred to them. You know, they're, uh, they lived in a world where they could be blown up at any time by atomic bombs. That's got to shape you. Well, they were told that. <laughs> Does it make a difference? I mean, kind of. 
Well, no, it, it matters it whether or not they were right to be afraid or whether a government just convinced them they needed to be afraid, traumatized uh, them. I'm, I am incredibly skeptical, as, right. a, or as most people in this room, of anything the government tells me. And I think that is part of, I think that's a caveat of our generation, is that we have been lied to so many times by our, uh, the generations before us and the government that I don't trust any part of it. It's, it's all yeah, a bunch I, of malarkey. I think as people get older, they're more likely to be conservative. I also think the different the, the pendulum swings on generations. So the boomers were more likely to be Democrats. The Gen Xers are more likely to be Republicans. The millennials are more likely to be Democrats. The uh, Zoom, the what you, Gen Z or Zoomers or whatever you want to call them are probably going to swing conservative because they've seen what those insane millennials do. It's worth mentioning here that apparently it was 29 years ago to this day that the federal government murdered about 76 people many of them children Uh uh-huh dozens of them children in uh, waco texas a story that most people don't know and or even uh heard about yeah, i imagine the zoomers have no, have no idea if, that this happened had a special about it who had, who had a special netflix Really? Like, what was it, their conclusion? It was a miniseries for like, it was dr- a dra- dra- traumatized. Dramatized? Yeah. So, I mean, if you paid attention, they were fair to both sides. Were they? Well, yes. But if you paid attention, they they criticized the federal government more than anything. Hmm. Well, that's that's reassuring. Well, I mean, they, they did point out that, you know, the Davidians, that, those were, that was the religious group that was at Waco, weren't actually threatening anyone. They didn't actually... Which they weren't. ...do anything illegal or immoral or you know shady even they were just what was there besides for them having weapons what was the premise for them going in there again it was i believe about uh children claims of harming kids unproven claims of harming kids yeah because there were never any allegations of the davidians of you know child molestation or any of this other stuff that you hear from some of these other cults there's some sunshine cult that was in the news a few years ago about this but those accusations never came forward about the davidians they were just this kind of kooky religious group out there in texas nick boots on the ground report how's thailand these days uh, they're very much into the masks. Mm. Uh, I mm. walk around getting a bunch of elbows from my wife for not putting one on. People look at me funny, but, uh, is she a native? It's some, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's from here. That's why we're here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's close to normal, but again, they still refuse to let go of the mask stuff. Um, mm. and then getting into the country was kind of a pain because they had the, quarantines and just it was a nightmare but now thailand and how and how was masks before all this because i know some some communities over there like to just wear masks especially on subways and whatnot in in transit you would see some like that i I used to live here about like i mean like full-time live here about 10 years ago and you would see some people but it wasn't that prevalent right yeah it was really didn't kick in until the the covid stuff happened usually in asian countries as i understand it and i I did visit tokyo in 2018 it was probably one out of 20 or one out of 30 people it wasn't very common but it's usually the people who are sick at the time which which makes sense they would go ahead and and put a mask on uh is that your understanding of it in thailand nick it's mostly hong kong and china because in those areas, there's a ton of pollution. Yep. The story coming from the New York Post. 
that uh, Zoomers are known for being glued to their phones, but sometimes 20 or some 20 somethings are taking a stand against all consuming apps such as TikTok and Instagram, calling them toxic and obsessive. What do people do on Instagram? They that- post pictures. I, I I know, but that's not like an active thing, right? Like I I'm on Instagram and I open it up you know, once a day or so and take a picture of my dog or a cat or whichever whatever cute animal happens to be nearby and I post it to Instagram. But Arya, they, you're fueling the problem. You are fueling this this obsession, this this obsessive toxic obsession. And the kids they they love it. They're like they want. They're just waiting for Arya to post another do- a picture of the dog swimming in the river. Well, people watch other people's Instagrams, right? So you follow people on there, and then because I don't do that part. Okay, well, isn't there isn't there a time limit, like a fifteen second time limit or something? I don't know about that. that. Snapchat. I, I think Instagram's I also limited too, because I remember I've seen Bonnie using it. I used to use it at one time, and you can post a. I think they call it a story. And that is like a temporary thing that doesn't last for more than 24 hours, which I never understood. It's like if I'm going to take a picture that I think is worth sharing, why wouldn't I want it to be there longer than 24 hours? I never personally when I used Instagram and I don't anymore. But when I did, I I never posted to the story. Thanks. Like, well, you know, so, so so which one deletes after 24 hours? The story. 20 year old Gabriella Steinemann told the post, quote, when you delete it, you realize you don't need it. Unquote. The economics major dumped both Instagram and TikTok back in 2019 and said the relief she felt after unplugging was almost immediate. She said, when I was posting, I wanted the best photo that I took and the best angle. And I had 20 different photos of the same thing. I was comparing myself to myself. It's not a fun game. Well, would- there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. That's how, that's how you're supposed to take pictures, right? You're supposed to take you know, 15, 20 and then keep yeah, the best ones. Do you need ones. to be taking a picture of yourself every damn day and posting it online? No, certainly not. That's what these people are doing. And, and don't forget filters. Sure. Dude, don't all, even get the, all the latest filters that make you look like a like a Disney princess, yeah. an un, an unreal. And Disney that's before princess. they even get into Photoshop, man. Do they do? Uh, do, you, do these people know how to use Photoshop? They do vo- photo editing, not Photoshop per se, but there's there's programs all this, on the yeah, phone. Edit, yeah, they it's, can do it it's on the auto phone. stuff. I don't think any of these kids know how to use Photoshop. No, there's like touch. I, it's not Photoshop, but there's actual like yeah, touch up programs on the phone. Oh yeah, I, I know. I agree. Uh, quote, I would say it's an obsessive behavior and it's toxic, but it's also sneaky in that when you do it, it seems so normal, she said. According to a report in the Wall Street Journal last year, Facebook found that Instagram is harmful to teen girls and exacerbates body image issues, anxiety and depression, but downplayed the significance of those internal studies. Penn State senior Pat Hamrick ditched Instagram and Facebook two years ago. He said he got himself caught up in all these comparisons with other people. He said that he got away from the gram for uh, the sake of his mental health. He noticed a huge improvement in his mood. Quote, Hold on, did he call it he the ca- gram? He called no. It, did you call it, did you call it no, the gram? No, that's what they call it here in the social or the New York Post. Well, you know what they call podcasts, right? Casts? Pods. Oh, pods? Yeah, I don't know. This has to be written by like a boomer, man. Maybe so. The, the no, gram. No, these are the kids who, who who text everything, and so they're shortening up everything. They're condensing all these words. I I think that's a boomer. I'm, I'm sorry. I, th- I think that's a zoomer word. If you're a zoomer, call in and tell me what you call these these uh, devices and which one's the best one to use. So I can stay as far away from it as possible. He said he noticed a huge improvement in his mood. Quote, leaving Instagram made me feel better in day-to-day life. I'm just doing my thing my way. 
Hamrick isn't alone in his confidence, taking a hit after spending time in these online environments. A December survey from Tallow found that 56% of Gen Zers said, quote, social media has led them to feel left out. By their peers. Yeah, I but- can certainly see that, right? Like their friends post a picture of themselves out at a bar or something like that. And they go, oh, I didn't get invited to the bar. Mm, yep. I can see that happening. But all of this would be would be solved if the average person understood that no one else really cares that you went to the bar tonight. Erickson says, I think people will spend a lot of time putting together inst- Instagram posts, which can be fun sometimes. But other times it just feels like, what's the point of all this? He said, and he admits that he intermittently deletes Instagram for up to half a year at a time. And I'll see um, Bonnie does this, too, where she will delete Facebook or not face. She's not on Facebook. She'll uh, you mean she'll, like delete her account or just no, all the posts. She'll delete the app. She'll delete the Instagram. And it comes whining back or uh, crawling back. And after- then she comes back to it. <laughs> later you know within days usually she's uh, she's back on and usually there's a reason right like there's an excuse of oh well i can only reach this one friend through snapchat so therefore i had to reinstall snapchat to get back in touch with this one friend and then before you know it she's you know, scrolling through the uh, the snaps or whatever they call it. The snaps. Yeah. <laughs> the grams. <laughs> they probably are called snaps, though. And see, I didn't even know that you there was stuff to scroll through on Snap, uh, on Snapchat. I didn't even know that. I don't know if it's scroll. Uh, maybe scrolling is the wrong word, but like moving through them, passing them, you know, going. Sure. I didn't next. even know there was such a thing. I just only yeah, used s- it to send chats and pics in groups and to individuals. I've never... Apparently, you can just watch whatever Snapchat thinks you should watch. Now, have either of y'all gotten off of some of these sites in recent years? Yeah, MySpace. That's a long time ago, though, right? And only because it died. Is it still there? I thought it was still around. It's it's still there, but, but you I mean, mean it died off as far as usage, as far as anyone yeah. wanting to even get on there. Yeah, I remember those days back in the back in the day when you would you'd be scrolling clunky MySpace sites and mm-hmm. they, where you actually they, had to edit the HTML. Oh right? god, it was horrible. That? Yeah. But yeah, I've all, I that have, was great though because you actually could make it look custom. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've left a ton of these sites. I mean, especially within like the last year, where for the longest time, the only social media that I could could even use was Facebook. So well, yeah, does it count when the government forces you off? Well, I, I guess so because you know I rejoined Twitter once I was allowed to, and yeah. you know I rejoined you know all of these other social media platforms that I was finally allowed to rejoin but i don't ever use them Hmm. i think i post like three times a week to twitter i spend a lot of time looking at twitter i get a fair amount of show prep more so than i did from facebook one of the uh excuses that i used like me getting off of facebook was a years-long process where early on i i uninstalled all their apps from my phone and that was good for me for a while it kept me mostly it gave me freed up a lot of time uh, but I ended up leaving the entire site entirely just because it was just a huge time sink and I really wasn't getting any, anything out of it. I thought the libs of TikTok is where they show what the liberals are saying. Correct. Right? Now, yeah, so now, they actually take a screenshot or a video or something a video. showing what the actual liberals are saying in their own words with no editorial commentary. And right? this, so and this week, one person who's curating yes. liberal perspective. A, a, she's right an aggregator. Yeah. So basically, she's uh, and, the, and the last two weeks have really highlighted on teachers. 
mm-hmm. especially with the don't say gay bill and, and whatnot of all these teachers coming out about how their lives are being ruined by this new bill. And and I, I can't believe that you you don't want me to tell you talk to your kids about sex. I don't understand why. I don't understand why the world is falling down around me. And it's they like I don't understand because all they do is talk about sex. I mean, these we don't have to worry about these people and what they may be or these liberals. They, they shouldn't. have. We one. don't. But our kids do. The, these liberals of TikTok, the ones who are making these insane claims, they're never going to have kids because they spend all of their time deciding and affixing labels to their sexual orientations and they spend no time actually no, having sex you're you're partly right and this is the big big problem these people don't have kids and they never will and, and they've so, got them in and, their classroom and so then they be, they they come into positions of power where they do have kids the conservatives kids which is the saddest part about all of this Conservatives have kids, liberals don't. And so what do they do? They get into academia and whatnot so that they can control the narrative. I'm friends with my friends and my family, and mm-hmm. I want to know, you know, what did you do this weekend? I don't want a 15-second you uh, cutting your cutting your knife into your birthday cake, which, you know, which is, I've seen this video. I've seen a video of that. Sure. Like, what's what's the point? I want to know what you actually did. Tell me. But, but if you're, so like I said, but, but if Facebook, your family Facebook, posted that on Facebook, would you actually care? Because I would not, no, unless uh, it was uh, something like really unusual. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, we went to this music festival. If you lit the cake on fire or something yeah, right. like that, and something crazy happened, well now, yeah. well now we're talking about displaying what we've done in, in a creative way so everyone can see it. No, I'm actually talking about having a conversation okay. with my with my people. Gotcha. A, mm-hmm. a, a back and forth messaging, messaging mm-hmm. them back and forth. Social, social, being yeah. social. Yeah. yeah, that's that's and it, and by but the you way, you also mean private, right? Like privately messaging, not publicly going back and forth in a Facebook post with Correct, but sometimes that happens. Sometimes okay. a post will get a get a private conversation, a, a semi private conversation going on that post. That happens sometimes. Okay, but no, I, I use it. I ideally I use it for back and forth with people that I use that I, I that I that I don't see on a regular basis, which is my big problem, by the way. I go to my house. I go, I'm a hermit. I go to my house and I work in my garden and I go to work. And this is my this is my way out. Uh, but I don't obsess over it. And I don't. And I don't care. I don't take ten pictures of something to mm-hmm. when I post it because I know, you know, that's not real. That's not realistic. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.